Okay, we're going to pick up on that base, Amud base. We had, just very quickly, we had the three sources on base Amud Aleph as to the source of the maximum height of a sukkah. Rabbah you have to be aware that you're in a sukkah and above 20 amos, your eyes won't notice it. Rabzeira said, and the, the shade will only come, will only, you'll only be in the shade of Deschach if you're less than, if Deschach is within 20 amos. Once it's above 20 amos, you will no longer be in the shade of Deschach. And Rava said it's because it has to be the sukkah, sukkah you have to, it's a seven-day sukkah, and it has to be therefore a temporary structure, or to be better, better explained um, based on Abayi's challenge, is that it's the size of which could be made in a temporary fashion, which is 20 amos. Above 20 amos, you basically would have to make it in a permanent fashion, so that's why that would, that's already out of range, that's too big. Those were the three explanations, the three possible sources of the 20 Amma maximum. Then we brought uh, three different members. Well, we brought two last night. The Gemara brings three different members in the name of Rav, and we plugged them into different of uh, in these different uh, shitas. So the first one we did last night was Rabbi Yosha in the name of Rav, says the Machlokas and the Mishnah strictly where the walls uh, re- do not reach all the way up to the Schach. But if the walls do reach all the way up to the Schach, the Rabbanon would agree that you can go above 20 Amos. And we said, that makes sense, that must be Rabbah. Because Rabbah says, your eyes won't notice it. But if the walls do go all the way up, if they continue beyond 20 Amos, and they go all the way up to the Schach, then your eyes will continue to travel up the side of the wall, even beyond 20 Amos. So that must be, that Shittah fits into Rabbah. Then Rav Huna, um, Right, Rav Huna said in the name of Rav, the Machlokas in the Mishnah is, is only where the sukkah is 4 by 4 amos. But if the sukkah is larger than 4 by 4 amos, the Rabban would agree that you can go higher than 20. <laughs> he said, that makes sense. That, must, that sounds like Rav Zera, who said that it's an issue of not having the, schach com- the shade coming from the schach, but if it's larger than 4 by 4 amos, so then you would be, still be in the shade of the schach, even above, um, even above 20 amos. We said it's probably proportional, different shitos in, in handle learn that, but that's a little beyond our scope. Now, the third one is where we stopped last night. So it's uh, right around the middle of Be'ezum and Aleph, right in the middle of the Amud. The first word on the line is Keman Ozo. Be'ezum and Be'ez, on what I said. Be'ezum and Be'ez, right in the middle of the Amud, a little above the middle. Keman Ozo, the beginning of the line. Keman Ozo, Had Amar of Chana Barabba, Amar Rav. Who does the following member go? The Rav Chana Barabba said in the name of Rav, Machlokas, the Machlokas of Mishnah is only Bishain Machzekas Elkadei Rosho, Viruba Vishulchana. That this, where the size of the sukkah is only large enough to fit a person's head, most of his body, and his table, which we define as being seven by seven tfachim. That's when the Rabbanon say you cannot go more than 20 amos high if your sukkah is only seven by seven tfachim square. Avil, but if your sukkah is machdekas, we also make the rosh If the sukkah is larger than seven by seven tfachim, then I feel that even the Rabbanon would agree that it's kosher if it's above 20 amos. <coughs> So that's what that's Rav Chana Barabba quotes Rav as defining the Machlokas in the Mishnah that the Rabbanon only stick to their 20 Amma max where the sukkah is a minimum size of 7 by 7 Tfachim. But if a sukkah is larger than that, the Rabbanon would agree that you can go higher. Come on, who, like, who does that fit into? Delokichad. The Gemara said that doesn't really fit, in, fit into anyone. Obviously it would not fit into Rabbi Yoshio because it has nothing to do with the walls reaching the Schach. 
and even Rav Huna and Rav Zeir, Rabba, sorry, it wouldn't, for, for sure not fit into Rabba because it has nothing to do with the walls reaching up to the schach. And even Rav, even Rav Zeira, who said it has to do with the shade, you're not going to have that much more shade if you're bigger than 7 by 7. Tavakam, it's not going to help you that much in the shade department. And, uh, and Rabba, that has to do with the, with the size of a, um, a permanent structure versus a temporary structure, also has nothing to do with being 7 by 7. So the Lokachad, it doesn't fit into anybody. <coughs> Now we're going to com- contrast these three members in the name of Rav against each other a little bit. I understand that Rabbi Yoshia is a disagreement with Rav Huna, is in disagreement with Rav Huna and Rav Hanan bar of, of, as to what Rav said or their, their din of, of, in the name of Rav, the inhu, because they, meaning Rav Huna and Rav Hanan bar Abba, they gave a size of measure. Whether it was four, uh, four by four amos or seven by seven tefachim, they were saying the machlokas are abanan based their twenty amma cap on the size of the of the sukkah, whether it's the size of seven by seven tefachim or four by four amos. Whereas vihu, but here Rabbi Yoshia lo He's not talking about the size of the measure. He's talking about whether the walls reach up to the up, reach all the way up to the schach. So a totally different different conversation. Ella Rav Huna Rav Chana Bar but Rav Huna and Rav Chana Bar who say Rav Huna said it's four by four Amos, Rav Chana Bar Abba said ten by seven Tefachim. What's the what's the point of their machlokus? Nema, let's say that Behechshir Sukkah Kamifligi, that their machlokus is the minimum size of what's the definition of a kosher Sukkah. The Maris of our Hechshir Sukkah Bar Abba Amos, that Rav Huna Rav Huna says the minimum size of a Sukkah is four Amos. And, and anything larger than the minimum size, that's when Rabbanon say you can go more than 20 amos. But if you're at the minimum size, which Rav Huna defines as 4 by 4 amos, then you're capped at 20 amos. Umar Sovar and Rav Chana Barabba holds the Hechshu Sukkah v'mechzekas Roshav Ruba v'shulchanu. That the minimum size of a Sukkah, according to Rav Chana Barabba, is 7 by 7 Tvachim. And that's when the Rabbanon say you're capped at 20 amos. But once you're bigger than the minimum 7 by 7 Tvachim, so the Rav Chana Barabba, then the Rabbanon would agree you can go higher than 20 amos. And Rav didn't really give two different opinions. Rav just said that the Machlekes was by Hechshu Sukkah. Whenever oh, the, that the, the Rav however you define Hechshu And they're arguing what that is. Right, and once you get bigger than Hechshu Sukkah, you're free to go higher. Between Rav Chana Bar Abba and Rav Huna. And Rav Huna, right. Whether the minimum... Rav and whatever this other one is. Oh, right, okay. Well, well Rabbi Yosha is sort of out of this conversation. Right. Rabbi Yosha has nothing to do with size. Rabbi Chana Bar and Rabbi Huna seem to be disagreeing as to the minimum size of a sukkah. The, the, right, the Rav said there are but only hold of the 20 amma cap when you're at the minimum size. What is the minimum size? That's Machloka 7 by 7 or 4 by 4. That's what the Gemara is proposing at this point. The Gemara says, no. Lo, that's not the point of the Machlokas. The Kulei Alma, everybody holds the Hechshar Sukkah, Rosh of Ruba Shulchano. Everyone agrees that the minimum size of a sukkah is 7 by 7 tvachim. No one says that you got to be 4 by 4 amos. No one says that. Um, what's the point of the machlokis? It's as follows. <laughs> 
the Marsavar that one master, meaning Rav Chanabar Rava, holds the Machzekes Roshel Verubo Vishulchano Pligi. The Machlokas in the Mishnah is strictly where it's this minimum size of seven by seven tefach, which everyone agrees that is the minimum size. But Rav Chanabar Rava says it's only at that exact point that the Rabbanon argue and say that your cap is at twenty amos. Once you're larger than seven by seven tefachim, once you're eight by eight tefachim, everyone would agree. Meaning, even the rabbanon would agree you can go more than twenty amos. That the rabbanon only hold that you're capped to twenty amos when you're at that very, very minimum size of seven by seven tefachim. Once you get bigger than that, the rabbanon allow you to go higher. That's Rav Chana Bar Umar Savar, but the other master, but Rav Huna holds, that the Rabbanon stick to their 20 amma cap in that entire range from 7 by 7 tfachim all the way up to 4 by 4 amos. That entire range is where the Rabbanon say you're capped at 20 amos. But once you're bigger than 4 amos, then the Rabbanon would agree, everyone would agree, meaning even the Rabbanon would agree, that it's kosher to go above 20 amos. That's the point of the Machlok. I mean, everyone agrees the minimum size of sukkah is 7 by 7 tefachim. The question only is, at what point do the Rabbanon allow you to go above 20 amos? Is it when you get bigger than 7 by 7 tefachim, which is what Rav Chanabar Abba says? Rav says, no, you're still capped at 20 until you get larger than 4 by 4 amos. And only then um, do you get more height above 20. Quick question? Yeah. If you don't mind, so those two, those two Rav Chanabar Abba and Rav Hunan, right? They would probably also agree with what, what, what we once said that once you go past 7 by 7 or 4 by 4, whatever it is, it has to be in proportion to the 20. I think most Mufarshim say that it's. Just it seems that way. I think most Mufarshim say that it's proportional, but I think there are some that say not necessarily. I, I think it's supposed to be. This just brings both possibilities even, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Mesve, the Gemara is going to bring a question on some one of these. Let's let's see where the question is going to go exactly. First, the, the Spice is going to bring the same machlokas with a more of conversation following the machlokas, the machlokas of Rabban and Rabbi Yehuda. Mesve. We learned in a brayso we have a kasha from a brayso sukkah she gavol amalimes from amma sula a sukkah that's higher than twenty amos is possible. For Rabbi Yehuda Machshir and Rabbi Yehuda says it's kosher on our bond v'chamishim amma up to forty and fifty amos, which is probably just a matter of speech that means basically you can go as high as you want. Um, so again, the same machlokas is our mission. The Rabbanon say you're capped to 20. Rabbi Huda says you're not capped to 20, you can go higher. But in this b'raisa, they continue the conversation with Rabbi Huda the Rabbanon. Um, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda say, says, Ma'isa v'hilni hamalka belud. It happened with hilni hamalka in Lud. Shahaisa sukasa gevom esrim ama. Her sukkah was higher than 20 amos. And the Zikanim were going in and out of her sukkah, and they didn't say anything to her. In other words, they seemed to approve of her sukkah. Her sukkah was above 20 amos, which the Rabbanan should have said, hey, 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 this is not a good sukkah, but they didn't. They didn't seem to have a problem. Rabbi Yudha says, hey, Mr. Rabbanan over here, Hilni Amalka had a sukkah more than 20 amos, and you, Rabbanan, didn't have a problem with it. So obviously it's okay. And just, Agav, you know, we talked about this, what held it, didn't she have a husband, whatever, so it seems, I think she was, she was a Gioris, I think, and that's why she, she, there was no husband in the picture. She was a, she was a Megayer with her children, so that's why she and her children needed a sukkah. Um, and there was no husband in the picture. I feel like I, I heard that somewhere. Um, 
From there, you're bringing a proof. He can't bring a proof from there. She's a woman. She's potter from sukkah. Women are paterned from sukkah. So that's why the Rabbana didn't tell her that her sukkah was possible. Because they didn't care that her sukkah was possible because she's a woman. It didn't matter. But she had seven sons. So very nice. She's a woman. And she's potter, but she has seven sons. And furthermore, all everything that she did was She did everything according to the Chachamim. Now the Gemara is going to explain what's with this vaod. What's with this two-part response? What's with this? Why does Mishnah say the Brayso say vaod? You know that number one, she was uh, she had seven sons, and not only that, she did everything al What's with this second part of the response that everything she did was al this is what Rabbi Huda was responding to Rabbanim. Rabbanim Ketanim Hayu. That if you're going to tell me the first text says she had seven sons, and if you're going to come back to me and say, okay, but her seven sons were very little, and therefore maybe they weren't, they were right, they were such little kids, they were Ketanim. Oh, Ketanim from Sukkah, and small children are part from Sukkah. So again, that's what the, that's what the Rabbanon didn't say anything to her because number she's a woman and her kids are very small, so no one here is Chayiv in Sukkah. If you're going to say that to me. My response is, since there were seven of them, seven kids, there must have been at least one, or it's literally, it's impossible, that there was not one, meaning there was at least one child, that was no longer in the category of a, of a child that needs his mother, um, and therefore is mechayiv in Rabbanon. And now you're going to come back to me and say, yes, Rabbi Yehuda, that's very nice. She had a child that's chayv in, in sukkah, but that's only a chayv drabonon. So again, maybe maybe she's not makan on drabonons. And again, that's what drabonon didn't make a stink because she's a woman, she's potter. Her children, maybe some of them are, are chayv alt drabonon, but she's not makan on drabonons. No, I have a response to that, because Tashma, I'll tell you, the ode, furthermore, she did everything, and therefore, if she had a child who was to be in a kosher sukkah, she would have wanted to know whether Rabbanon would have told her this is not a kosher sukkah. So again, Rabbi Huda is saying, this is a proof from Hilni Amalka that, there was a, that her sukkah was above 20 amos, and the Rabbanon didn't have a problem with it. So you see, it's okay to be above 20 amos. So now, what's going to be the question from what we have learned so far? The Gemara is going to explain. So, so I understand, according to the Manda Omar, meaning Rabbi Yoshia, who said the Machlokas in the Mishnah is only where the walls don't reach up to the Schach. But if the walls did reach up to the Schach, Rabbi Yoshia said the Rabbana would agree can go higher than 20 Amos. So then it makes sense according to that because Darkra Shal Malka Leshibasukha, it's normal for the queen to live in a sukkah in the which the walls do not reach up to the schach. Why would she sit in such a sukkah that the walls do not reach up to the schach? Gimalamad Aleph Mishumavira to have air circulating. By when you have it's basically having a window. On the top of the wall there's it's space before it get, before uh, reaches the schach. To let air circulate in and out, so it makes sense that she would have that her sukkah would be structured in such a way, and therefore again, so therefore it fit that the rabbanon in, in such a situation should have um, should have, should have spoken up and should have said this is not a kosher sukkah because your walls do not go all the way up to the schach, therefore you're limited to twenty amos, but you went above twenty amos. So Rabbi Huda is using this as a proof 
Look, Rabbanon, obviously it was okay. So, so far, Rabbi Yoshua is still standing, right? According to Rabbi Yoshua, everything's very nice. But according to the other manda, to the other manda, Rabbi Zera, sorry, I'm sorry, Rabbi Chana Rabba, and Rabbi Huna, who said that the Machlokas of the Rabbanon are only limited to 20 Amos, where it's either, either 4 by 4 Amos or 7 by 7 Tvachim. But if it's larger than that, they would allow you to go higher, but according to the man the Omar that says the Machlokas Mishnah is only where it's a small sukkah, is it the way of a queen to sit in such a small sukkah? Meaning, again, because Rav, Rav Huna and Rechana Barabba said the Rabbanon only hold of the 20 Amma maximum if the sukkah is small. Whatever small is, 7 by 7, talking before, but for Amos, either way it's small. But once it's bigger than that, the Rabbanon would agree you can go higher. So according to them, what's Rabbi Yehuda's proof to the Rabbanon? The Rabbanon would just say, what do you mean? It was a big sukkah. The, the Malka doesn't, the queen doesn't sit in this little phone booth sukkah. She sits in a big normal sukkah. In a big normal sukkah, you can go above 20 amos. So Rabbi Yehuda, what's your point? But by the fact Rabbi Yehuda had a point, obviously this is a kasha on Rav Huna and Rav Chana Barabba. Because right? if Huna of would say, if you have a normal size, you know, 10 foot, 20 foot, 30 foot sukkah, let's assume the queen has a nice big spacious sukkah, then according to Huna of Huna Baraba, then there, there should not have been a 20 amma cap. She should have been, should have been able to go higher. And that's why the Rabbana didn't have a problem with it. So what's Rabbi Huda's point? But Rabbi Huda had a point. So obviously Rav Huna Baraba and Rav Huna, it's a kasha on them. So the Gemara answers, Omar, Rabba Barav Ada, no, Lo Nitricha, no, this is it. it Revuda does have a good point against Rabbanon because Lo Nitricha, Ella, Lesukha, Hasuya, Ketonius, Ketonius, that her sukkah was made up of small compartments, small cubicles, and each cubicle was this small size, and that's why it was still an issue to be, to be more than 20 amos because each cubicle was, let's say, 4 by 4 amos. We're assuming the Gemara's. It, probably Rav Chana Baraba is out, the 7 by 7 Fachim, because it seems like that was already extreme, that even these cubicles wouldn't have been that small. So Rav Chana Baraba uh, seems to be out, but Rav Huna, who said 4 by 4 Amos is the Machlokas, we could say that she had these little cubicles, little rooms within the sukkah, and each room was 4 by 4 Amos, and that's why Rav Yehuda had a point against Rabbanon and say, look, it's 4 by 4 Amos, and it was more than 20 Amos high, and you see, it was less than 4 by 4 Amos, um, and, and um, more than 20 amos high, and the Rabbanon didn't have a problem with it. And that's where Rabbi Huda's point against the Rabbanon was. Because it was made up of these small, these small rooms, these small compartments. And now you're going to ask, ketonius, ketonius. Is it normal for the queen to sit in a sukkah that's made of different compartments, of different cubicles? That also sounds weird. So Ravashi, no, Ravashi says, Lo nitrucha ela liketonius sheba. She had her own little private compartment. She had a private office, meaning everyone else had a big sukkah. Um, but she had her own little small room in there. As the Rabban, and the Gemara explained, so Rabbanan Savri, the Rabbanan held that that her children sat in the larger area of the sukkah. Right again, you had a big sukkah. She had a little her private quarters of four by four amos, or l- l- not bigger than four by four amos. She had her own little private room. Everyone else sat in the big, large sukkah. So therefore, that's why everyone else was in a kosher sukkah. And for her to be in the small compartment, the Rabbanon said it's possible, but it's fine, because she's a woman. So that's why the Rabbanon didn't complain, didn't say anything to her. 
Again, that her children sat in the big part of the sukkah, in the large regular sukkah. And she, Hilni, she sat in her own little private area, for privacy. She sat in this little compartment in this little room. And that's why the Rabbanon didn't say anything. Because again, the children who were chayiv, that's probably the Rabbanon, but they were released in a kosher sukkah, because where they were sitting was larger than four by four amos. So therefore, the Rabbanon would agree you can go more than 20 amos high. She, Hilni Hamalka, was in a small little room of less than four by four amos. So yes, she was in a puzzle, but she was in a puzzle sukkah, but the Rabbanon didn't care, because she's a woman, so it didn't matter. That's what the Rabbanon held. Rabbi Yehuda saw, Rabbi Yehuda held... No, but that her children sat with her in her small little kitunis, in her small room. And even so, the Rabbana did not say anything to her. So Rabbi Huda says, look, the children did sit with her in that little room, which was less than four by four amos, and it was above 20 amos high, and you see the Rabbana were okay with it. So that's where Rabbi Huda used it as a proof, and the Rabbana's response was, no, you got the facts mixed up. The children were not in that little room. The children were in the bigger area, and they were in a kosher sukkah. But the point is that Ravuna's Mahalach is vindicated. Right, Ravuna could fit. Ravuna could fit because Rabbana will say that they were sitting in the bigger area. It was all contingent on size. Yeah. Um, should we start? We have a couple of minutes. Let's try to get into the next piece. To remember, to, the, to just to set up the background of the next piece, and just to jump to the Mishnah and Chavches for a second. The Mishnah of Chavches Amr Aleph. Chavches Amr Aleph, the Mishnah told us, Misha Haya Rosh Joviruba Besukah, a person is sitting with his head and most of his body in the sukkah, Bishulchano Besukah Baif, but his table is in the house. Beshamai Poslin Ubesulamachshir. And I jumped to the Mishnah of Chavches for a minute. Um, there's Machlokas that we learned that where if a person is sitting by the edge, well, the way the Mishnah reads, Misha Haya, he's sitting with his head and his body in the sukkah. His table is in the house. So Bishamai said, Apostle, we're assuming because we're afraid he's going to end up stretching and leaning and ending up too far out of the sukkah. And Bishillel says, Kosher, we assume that he's going to be careful. He knows he can't be out of the sukkah and he's going to be careful to watch himself to not end up outside the sukkah. That was Machlokas in the Mishnah of Chavchas. Now, back to our Gemara here, Gimel Amar Aleph. Amar of Shlobar Yitzchak. The halacha is that the size of a sukkah it has to be able to hold his his body, most of his uh, his head, most of his body, and his table, which again we define as seven by seven tefachim. Amarle Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba said to Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, "Keman, who are you paskening like Beishamai? You're paskening like Beishamai, because it seems to be that Beishamai holds." that you have to have your table with you in the sukkah. Because you see in the Mishnah over there, if his table is outside the sukkah, Beishamai said it's possible. Beishamai said it's kosher. Beishamai said it's possible. So by you, Rishmo Bar Yitzchak, saying that the, sukkah, the, the table has to fit in the sukkah, it sounds like you're passing like Beishamai, which is not something we usually do. So Amar Lehi, Rishmo Bar Yitzchak said back to him, El who else? In other words, yeah, that's what I'm passing like. Ika Amri, another version, Amr Lei, Rabbi Abba, the Amr Lechamani, the Rabbi Abba said to Rishmo Bar Yitzchak, who told you this? Who said this? Did you have to have the table in the sukkah also? Amr Lei, Beishamai, he responded, yes, Beishamai, velotosis mina, and don't budge from it. And yes, it's Beishamai, I'm sticking to my guns, get used to it. 
So Maskevla, Rav Nachman Mar Yitzchak, Rav Nachman Mar Yitzchak asks, From how do you know that Beishamai and Beisilal are disagreeing about a small sukkah? Meaning, how do you know that their machlokis is based on the size of a sukkah? I kind of spilled the beans a little bit there because we know this already. Right, the mission over there, Nehemiah is going to go back and, and, and we'll have to continue this next time. But right, the Mishnah really Mishahaya sounds like the, the way he's sitting. It has nothing to do with the size of the sukkah. This machlokis over here is the size of the sukkah, whether the table fits or does not fit, whether it has to be able to fit. So the Gemara is, we'll, we'll stop here, but we know already the Gemara is going to basically define the two separate machlokasim, but they, but they, right, they go together. Beishamai requires the sukkah to be big enough to hold the table and also have to, has to actually have the table in it. Um, uh, you can't be, I mean, you can't be by the edge leaning out because he's afraid you're going you're gonna to continue out of the sukkah. Beishola says, no, the number one, you don't have to, it doesn't have to fit, you could be six by six, and it could also be sticking out, you could be, we're not afraid you're going to lean too far out, and that's going to be the machlokas. Um, a double machlok, and so we'll continue here. I guess we'll be Thursday night, we'll learn again, right? Yeah, we should be on Thursday night, Mr. Shem. Okay.